sanctify yourself, this is, what is going to, this is what is going to happen. You will know that God is among you. How many of you are saying, God, I need to know, I need to have an evidence that you're in my life, that you're fighting for me. Lord, that you're in my home, that you're in my church, that you're in my community, you're in my job, you're in my... How many of you are saying, Pastor, that is my prayer, that's my... I want to know him. I want to see him. And I want to have that assurance. So he says that, that he will without fail, notice, he said he will without fail. In other words, there's no chance that he will fail. See, I can fail, but God, there's no chance that he can fail. He says, if you do this without fail, somebody say without fail. He will drive out from before you, notice, who? The Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hevites, the Perizzites, the Gigashites, the Amorites, the Jebusites, the Parasites, the Flashlights, and all the Ites. He says, he will drive out every enemy from you. My goodness, can I preach this thing? I, I, I don't feel you're, get, you're catching my drift this morning. He says, he will drive out all your enemies. He will drive out poverty from your life. He will rebuke sickness and disease from your life. He will rebuke every form of failure from your life. Everybody who has risen up against you, he says, he will fight for you. I don't have to, come on. You know one thing I love about, I don't have to fight for myself. He says, I will fight for you. And if God fights for you, he says, there's no opportunity for me to fail. There is no possibility that I will fail. He says, I will drive them out from before you. Anybody here who has some enemies and you're saying, this year, Lord, I need you to drive out this thing out of my family. I need you to drive out this person out of my life. Lord, I need you to drive out some of these enemies from my life. Anybody in this house? Or do I have people who are nice and happy and content? He says, when you sanctify yourself, all these ites, he says, I will drive them out from before you. Now, take your mind back to the crossing of the Red Sea. Now, in the crossing of the Red Sea, what did Moses have? What were the instructions? Moses was instructed to take his rod. You remember the shepherd's rod? And he was supposed to stretch it out and the Red Sea would part. Are you with me? But when he came to the Jordan, the instructions are different. The instructions was not for Joshua to go and stretch out his hands or to rebuke the waters like a Pentecostal. <laughs> All right? He was told that the souls of who? Of the priests. And by the way, the priests, guess what? They are carrying on their shoulders the ark. Are you with me? By the way, can I... It's getting hot up here. Can, can I just say something, just observe something for us there? Notice that the ark of the covenant was to be carried on the shoulders of priests are you with me it was to be born on the shoulders when david some time later attempted a different method and he put the ark of the covenant on a new cart what happened judgment came and remember uh what was that guy's name Uza was struck down dead until he realized that the ark should always be carried on the shoulders Listen to me. The, the, and the ark represents the, the presence, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the Shekinah glory of God. Which means then, for you and I, we must then conclude that even in our time, the anointing rests on the shoulders of God's people. 
God does not anoint systems. He doesn't anoint establishments. He doesn't anoint organizations. It's not how well organized we are. My goodness. It's not how beautiful our building is going to be one day. God anoints people. That means you can find a bunch of uh, Holy Ghost filled believers meeting under a tree. And they will be as anointed as anointing can be. Because God anoints people. Look at your neighbor and tell them that you bear the ark on your shoulders. It means then that wherever you go, when you go to your office or your, or your, or your business tomorrow, guess what you're carrying with you? You are carrying the presence. They may see you and all they see is you. What they don't know is that greater is he. Oh. Which means then, I can go to my workplace and if there is evil going on, I can rebuke it in the spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You can be in a boardroom, in a meeting, and the meeting is not going very well. But under your breath, you can begin making intercession and begin inviting the presence of God in that place. Why? Because what they don't know is that you did not come to the meeting by yourself. 